where else in the world can kids in high school get on the job training that good and be able to step into a job and work on their own the only thing that's the only person that needs to be above them is the foreman yeah and the foreman's just gonna be like hey you do this and this and that and they have the technical knowledge to do that we are developing students for the industry career technical education so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have Mike Roberts. And uh, Mike, man, you had to make an emergency escape today because of some, oh. <laughs> you caught a, like, some glasses issues? What my, happened? My, I thought he was going to The lens popped out of my glasses, so I couldn't see. I don't have a little tiny screwdriver to fix it. So I had to go all the way home he's, where I have a screwdriver to he, fix it. He was about to have to reference his notes he make on the, <laughs> makes on the podcast with a magnifying glass. Like, I'm going to be got one eye closed like a pirate. <laughs> but uh, let's stay focused here. You know, it's hard for us to do here on Henrico CT. Now You we started gotta, the question. It's me. It's me. It's always me. I'm the problem. It's me. Uh, but today we have another guest for you. We are playing a home game here inside of the, the CTE conference room. I got to remind you, check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, and TikTok, all at the handle HenricoCTE, HenricoCTE.com. For information on all the programs that we offer your student, Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast, other platforms. You can find the podcast on all of your major and most of your minor podcast apps. Spotify, Google, Apple are the most popular ones. If you haven't already, like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You get a notification whenever we drop a new one. We have two a month, one every other week, and we're in our fifth season, so we've got over a hundred episodes for your binging pleasure. <laughs> yeah, binging pleasure. Every week we have a professional on, or maybe a student on, or every other week we have a professional on, or a student on, or just someone you can pull a different perspective from and maybe learn from and continue that idea of career exploration that we are so fond of here inside of Henrico CTE. But today we have sitting across from us, president of B&S Development, Mr. Anthony Forrest. Thank you so much for joining us here Thank in, you for having me. in the conference room. Hey, hey man, no problem at all. So B&S uh, Development, president, what is that? What is B&S Development? So I'm a small minority contracting firm. I was originally founded in 2008, but I was founded as a hobby. Okay, so, gotcha. Um, I began working on my business on the side for a little while. I had to take a step back. But then, you know, eventually when the pandemic hit, I was able to work on it full time because I was able to step back from work because I couldn't go into work because, you know, the mandates that you can't go in and be in contact with anybody. Oh, so, we know about that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We were we were remote and we were doing... Uh, the show on the Microsoft Microsoft Teams hotline, yep. that's what we called it back then. So you, know, you felt the effects of, of that, obviously. Yeah, it opened up an opportunity for me to get my business underway and for really? me to really state, you know, to really think about what I wanted to do with my business, you know. So gotcha. it, it, it really focused me in on being a contractor because during that time, I had helped a friend build his office out, like from the framing to the HVAC, running, running the lines for electrical, a little bit of the plumbing. 
yeah, man, just the flooring, the carpet, everything. We did everything. Installed the doors from from A to Z. It, it used to be just a concrete hole underneath an apartment building. Uh huh. So he turned that into an office, and it's one of the nicest offices that you'll ever see. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that shows you right there. You know, especially during COVID, that was where it put the magnifying glass on what was considered absolutely become the the essential careers, essential workers. So it was it was great that you were able to develop the spend the time and to get that business developed during that time. That was perfect. Yeah, man. I, I gotta thank the man above. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, man. I, honestly, I mean, it was all him. What was your background before coming to this into this line of work? I know you you said you started thinking about it in two thousand eight. So had, had you been working with your hands any time prior? Yes. Okay. So building maintenance, I grew up working with my hands too. My my uh, family has always been handy. I had a cousin that had a construction company that he inherited from his father. My grandfather was a commercial fisherman. So a lot of that stuff they had to do on the boat. I mean, it required hands-on stuff like that. Always doing stuff outside, you know, for him as far as, like, we put up this awesome thing, a line for a dog. It was wrapped around a tree and bolted into the house. A line for a dog? Yeah, so he can run up and down. Cause, um, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, like, so we just put him on it, and he just run the yard. Run it, run it, run it. Because, like, I had a little dog named AJ, and my grandfather did not like walking dogs. He did not believe in walking dogs. He just let the dog go out and be. Yes, yes, yes. That type Um, of deal. But uh, that's dope, man, that you always had a a love for working with your hands, and then you eventually decided to get get serious about it. So what's been, I guess, the most challenging part about starting your own business? One of the things we hear from students who are in our skilled trades classes is that, hey, I want to start my own business. I guess more of a specific example was we had a student who was in landscaping last year. He graduated. And he's like, oh, you know, I want to start my own landscaping business. He's in Virginia Tech um, now, mm-hmm. I think working on project management, but he's still running his own business while he's going through school. So what's what's been the hardest part for you and what advice can you give about students who may be aspiring to be business owners? A little bit of my history. I am a Virginia Union graduate. I'm an entrepreneur management major. Oh, Virginia Union. I went to state, so. so <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Um after I graduated from Virginia Union, I went to the Allen in- Institute for Entrepreneurs. You okay. Know, it's one of the secluded things, you know, that you have a long nights of working on your business, developing a business plan, marketing, networking, developing a pitch, too, at the end of the thing. So you, you, you're getting the real digest. It's a lot more than just saying, hey, I want to start a business. Yes. So it is a lot. A lot of the times... People will be like, I want to start a business, but don't know the foundation of starting a business. Yeah. My biggest thing was I try, I'm trying to establish a foundation now. Right. So I got the structure, my company structure, as far as a corporation and all that stuff. And that's another thing. You got to realize and think of the type of taxes that you want to pay and the type of structure that your company should should be for that. A lot of companies just go with, oh, I'm going to be an LLC. Is that necessarily great for the structure moving forward? You know, where is your company going to be 15, 20 years down the line? You know, 
will an LLC help you? You got to really think big picture here as opposed to think, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get me a lawnmower and then start cutting grass. And if make you really a whole want, lot of money. It's more to it. a whole lot of money. It's a whole lot to think about. <laughs> and then taxes, as you say, is very uh, important. You got to make sure you make room to make sure that whole tax thing uh, is correct. So working in the industry, what are some of the things that you enjoy most about being in this industry, being in the construction industry? A uh, new challenge every day. Um, you know, working with my hands, really. I've always liked challenges and building stuff. You know, I used to like to have Legos and little action figure toys that you got to build. Everybody loves the Legos. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I, construct- I was a Lincoln Logs guy. Lincoln Logs guy. <laughs> they used to have puzzles back in the day. You know, you had puzzles. I liked puzzles. And they also had, like, these structures. Where the you 3D had, puzzles? Yeah. Where you had to, like, build them. Like, mine, my favorite one was a ship. Back in the day, uh-huh. I had you know my parents saved up and bought me that. We was living in um, Jackson, Mississippi when that happened. So that was one of my favorite things, you know, just just building stuff because building stuff it gives you a challenge mentally for me. Physically, I've always been able to do work and stuff like that. I, that's never been a problem, but mentally, that that is it's, it's stimulating for me, and I like that. So, and, you know, that's not something we don't hear often. A lot of people, you know, you think about the physical side of it, but being mentally st- uh, stimulating is something that oh yeah we have to point out, too, as well, because people think this is just, oh, I'm picking up this brick and I'm putting it down. Well, I'm picking it's, up it's, this brick it, and I'm putting it down. Yeah, it's the whole concept of the... It's a lot uh, that you goes do some, into if you're, it. If you're working a job that you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, You absolutely. know, because you get, you're getting the satisfaction out of it. Yeah. That not you don't have with every type of of job. I'm gonna say when you find a career, you're gonna find that 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 satisfaction. But not every job is gonna have that for you. Absolutely, Anthony. Talk a little bit about that though. Uh, complexity. How complex is some of the stuff that you guys build at BNS? Right now, the the most complex thing was that office build out. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm focused really on the company structure. Okay. And and that's what I really want to stress to young entrepreneurs or people that want to have a have a business, especially in construction, is company structure. Like, you can go out, do all the work and stuff like that, but will your company last? Yeah. Right now, I'm working on all my certifications. I've, t- I've taken a step back. I'm working on all, getting all my certifications so I can get on federal, federal projects, state projects, and um, things like that. It, right now, I'm just one-man band. And I, oh, you are the business. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am the business. So, you know. Yeah, I, I know that can be rough for you, especially when you're getting all off to the start. So, but what working in construction? Why is that a good choice for for students? What other career can you go get out of high school and make thirty five k? Like straight out of high school? Yeah. Yes. That's hard to. Yes, even in the summer, you can make good money working as an intern or for a construction firm. So, I mean, when you look at the outlook of the construction field, you can make good money and provide for a family. And construction is always key to the infrastructure of America and around the world. I mean, Mike hinted at it with the essential worker thing. Yeah. Yes. 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 Other than people at Walmart and Burger King and McDonald's. What I've, what another thing that I've always said, you know, said in a lot of episodes is the whole thing about, you know, the the 
the trades in the construction industries, those are the, the careers that not only build but maintain civilization. Yeah, and if do. we don't have them, if we and, and unfortunately we're in a decline when it comes to the amount of young people getting into those fields. You know, and, and as much as, as as school systems push, there's other school systems that may not. And that's I think that's caused an issue and, and we need to get back to that where we're where, you know, it is something that the the, the students are understand that this is something that is it's worth something it's something they can get satisfaction out of and it's needed a lot I mean you know that that's the TV show dirty jobs that wouldn't have been a 10-year program actually they just brought it back it wouldn't be a program if it wasn't an interest in getting back to that type of yeah we knew that life was coming back because um, it's, it's just endless content and yeah. I mean we see it here before we cover career technical education there is always something to do, always something to cover. But how do you think we can get more students interested in, in that line of work or interested in maybe coming to help out that build out at BNS? So just being honest with them, being honest about the career and having a, a step forward with them, telling them that, hey, you can be successful being in the construction field, you know. Um, also, just tell them that, hey, you can come in the construction field and not have any college debt. That's always a big selling point. Oh, yeah. yes. It, I got the college debt, man. Yes. It, people don't understand that having college debt, it helps prevent you from buying a house and buying cars. Yep, it does. Get, you know, doing, Especially the house thing. Yes. Doing the essentials of adulthood. You know, I mean, being in a construction field, you can also build, learn how to build your own house. So, and work on your own house. Yeah, I was I was at um, Highland Springs yesterday at one of the business classes, and they had a guest there, and they were talking about credit. And when you're a young person, it's hard to get credit. But when you're a young person who's just gotten out of college and already has a big pile of debt that affects what you can and can't do you think oh i'm going to get out of college i'm going to get that job and i'm going to i'm going to buy that house i'm going to buy the car i'm going to buy that's not always going to happen right away because yeah, it because depends on debt. how much debt you're sitting on i mean and we're talking about some students here who may even owe it a house worth of debt mm-hmm. <laughs> coming out of school oh yeah and or uh, worse out, or worse and figure out how they're going to manage and, and deal well, with one of that. The, one of the teachers I talked to yesterday, she's she came out of college with $100,000 worth of debt. Yeah. She's a I only teacher. have 60000 and then when I hear stories like that, I'm like, ah. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. That's rough. I only have 40000 Oh, check you out. But, like, but back to the debt thing. We have to teach children or kids about debt. And financial literacy. Yeah. Financial literacy. In high Not only is that crucial to, you know, moving forward outside of high school but you know beginning as little kids it's, it's, it's always great to have financial literacy so you know what you're getting yourself into so you know you know all the positive and negatives about getting into debt going into college or you know getting a job or internships somewhere out of high school and then building from there kids deserve an opportunity to know what they're getting themselves into for the long haul. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think we, uh, who, uh, the people we partner with, uh, JA, uh, the financial Junior part, team. Oh, that's a, one of their main they, goals. Yeah. That's their main goal is financial literacy, and they do a really good job with 
they create up these character profiles and they give you a random situation to deal with like whether it is you're making $45,000 a year but you have like three kids and you, you have to figure out how to best budget for that type of situation so it really makes financial literacy uh, real so what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned so far about financial literacy since we're going down that road <laughs> financial literacy like so what are some biggest some of the biggest lessons you've learned and you, starting your business up you got to really be sharp when it comes to that. So, I mean, when you when you came out of college, what were what's what's what were you thinking versus what became reality when it came comes to financial literacy? So, I had to fix my credit score. A lot of the things is I had stuff on my credit score that wasn't even mine. Um, not gonna have to have that conversation, but you know, being able to understand credit is huge not only personal credit but you got to be able to understand business credit like you have a lot of young entrepreneurs that don't understand business credit let alone personal credit yeah people got to understand that you got to be able to separate your business from your personal you got to be able to have both if you do that you can sustain business for a longer time and you can get not only a good business credit score, but you can also get, you know, loans underneath your business name and, and be able to move forward like that better, especially, you know, personal stuff, you know, suppose you want, you know, a nice car or suppose you want to start your business off of with a personal loan. If you got a good personal credit score, you can do that and that'll give you a leg up on mostly other people. A lot of people start businesses in debt. A lot of people in businesses don't have good credit scores. Right. Well, because when you're first, especially when you're first starting off, depending on what type of work you're doing, if you there's a lot of things that you're having to buy. There's tools and equipment. You gotta get all that. You need a you need a vehicle, and nine times out of ten, it's a truck. And those things are not expensive. Trucks have skyrocketed skyrocketed in, in cost, and just to get started, a lot of times you're you're gonna have to. You might not be able to buy the new truck to get started. There's something you can buy used and get yourself going until you actually have some cash flow, and then you can do something like that. But So we're, we're speaking with Anthony Forrest, the president of BNS Development. Um, you got a chance to come out and see our Regency project, uh, the Regency Mall project, where our students are helping build that out, which will eventually become a new adult education center sooner rather than awesome. later. Awesome. What was your take on that? What did you get to see? And uh, what, what was your take on that? And how do you think that'll help the students in the long run as they move into construction careers? So I got to see so much potential in that. Where else in the world can kids in high school get on the job training that good and be able to step into a job and work on their own? The only thing that's the only person that needs to be above them is the foreman. Yeah, and the foreman's just gonna be like, "Hey, you do this and this and that," and they have the technical knowledge to do that. Yep, coming right out of high school. Technical knowledge, and we work on those soft skills. Uh, this being like showing up on time, time staying off your phone, stay <laughs> off your phone, which is a big thing we hear all the time, yeah. no matter yeah. where we go. Yeah, like so. To my understanding, you guys got people coming from around the world, pretty much, just to see the program and see oh, yeah. how you guys handle it. Yep, that is outstanding. You know, a lot of um, CTE. Centers should take notes, man, because that is just that—that that is the best thing I've ever seen. Some of them are coming to see us too. <laughs> yeah, Some of those, like <laughs> it's been, you know, it's been them and a whole bunch of different businesses, school uh, systems, from school systems all over from the state, and all outside. over the state, all over the United States. Man, these kids, again. Yeah, I'm telling you, these kids are blessed to be a part of this program, man. It's just 
these kids are going to be leaps and bounds ahead of anybody because you got people that are, you know, 30s and 40s that are just learning what these kids are learning right out of high school. Yeah. Or they have to go to a job and they have to work X amount of years just to learn that. You know, they come in with no skills. Yeah. And, and they, that's depleting the, um, the how, workforce. Well, how would you have benefited from maybe a program similar to what we offer here, uh, knowing what you know now, looking back? And you know that, what they say about hindsight. Hindsight is always 2020. 2020. <laughs> so with that hindsight, how could you have benefited from coming through a program similar to ours and being in your current position? See, my only thing is when I was that age, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, I knew I wanted to play football. Yeah. So, you know, when that didn't work out, what other career did I have? You mm-hmm. know, I was just trying to figure it out, you know. But I just I felt like I was called to do construction and, and be in there and stuff like that. And also, I'm, I feel like I'm just called to work with kids. I've always worked with kids like youth groups at church. Um, yeah. Outside being a coach of sports. Just, just working with kids, and what I would tell kids, man, is find what you want to do now, and stick to it. Yeah. Because with the economic status of our country and our economy, just all around the world, it's better to find out what you want to do now. Because down the road, I don't know if you have a chance to just slouch around and be like, oh, I'm gonna work at Burger King when I get out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I'm gonna stay at Mama's house. All my life, I don't think that's going to be economically. It's, well, it's not going to be to your benefit. That's no, no. Sure. Well, because you know, right now when you're in high school, and even earlier, it's the career exposure. Yeah, you know, it's something we stress a lot. It's about a career exposure, and that's why we're getting and we're talking to kids as early as elementary schools and talking to them about this. And in this case alone, when you talk about the adult education center that the kids are working on right now. In the past, they've always had the opportunity, because we've had our house building project, our students in the trades have always had the opportunity from CAD to HVAC, plumbing, electricity, carpentry. They've always had the opportunity to do this, to to get and practice the skills in these fields versus just being in the classroom and putting together dog houses and and picnic tables, you know, yeah, which you uh, see in yeah. a lot of programs. The lunchboxes. So yeah. they're actually getting practical experience because they're building actual houses and, act, you know, they're d- working on the foundation. They're working on, on putting up the stick the stick frames and the siding and the, the running the, the power and, and everything. They get all that experience. But this is the first time our students have had commercial experience. And I think that's what's been amazing. And some of the students have actually said that. And when you ask them, you know, what are you getting out of this? I said, this is really cool because I'm working in a commercial environment. They tell us that. We didn't tell it to them. Usually you do not get commercial experience right out of high school or in high school. Exactly. Exactly. So that is incredible, man. Like at the age of 15, 16, 17, you're getting to renovate a mall yeah. while in school. You get free lunch. Yep. Come on now. No, the, the, lunch, the lunch is, is free. But hey, yep. look, let me tell you this, though. You, it was right that you said even middle schoolers now, we've had like our poly, uh, polytech students out yeah, there summer working with the high school students yep. this whole summer. Uh, working out. They were working at the um, adult ed center. Working out at build, the mall. They were doing demolition and starting the build out yep. on the renovations. They're yeah. Out. So if you, if you think you want to if you think you know what you want to do in Rico County, we have the programs to, 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 to right. try to help you get a leg up and, and get out there and, and start doing it now. See, that's my only issue. I, I, kids in Richmond and Chesterfield don't get this opportunity. Uh, yeah. yeah. Chester, 
Prince George, Colonial Heights. But we always welcome them in. They can come in and, and, and take it and run with it. I mean, I know Max taking phone calls from folks from across different school systems here in Central VA. So well, more we, than welcome. To we just heard from our last guest we had that some of the school systems had dropped CTE altogether yeah, and then brought it our, back. Our last one, yeah. You know, and, and I'm hoping that it's because they're seeing what what's happening in Rico. How many students come into these trade classes because the perception is if you're going to work in a trade if you're going to go to a cte program oh you're you're not planning on going to college you know that's in in the past in some school systems they'll funnel the kids that's what happened to me you know i didn't have any direction and they said well hey you know go to take a career in technical education class i want to take electricity because all my friends were in the class but i was too late getting it in and it was all picked out you know it was full yeah so i took auto mechanics and and i did that and i still have those skills it's not what i'm doing now i did do it for a few years but back to what i was saying is is that the perception is is that oh these are for the kids that aren't going to college how many students do you and i Rashawn, talk to that are going to college whether they're taking electricity whether they're taking carpentry we what's the name of our ace what's what's her name sky 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 she's gonna be architect i talked to her and she goes i said what are you gonna do when you get out oh i'm already got my college picked out and i'm already you know you're gonna do what architecture i said oh my gosh that's awesome and we've i talked to when we first started the demo at the at the project at the regency project i was talking to a a group of uh, electricity students that were checking and they were checking the breaker boxes find out what was working what wasn't and I said, what are you guys doing when you get out of high school? Some of them were seniors, some of them were juniors. I'm like, oh, I've already got a job at working in electricity for a company over the summer until I graduate. And then I've got a full-time position if things work out. And then, the, but the other half of the same, from the same class, electricity students, oh, I'm going to college. I'm going to be an electrical engineer. And they're all in-demand skills, too. Oh, yeah. So it's like they won't have an issue with finding jobs. Not, and no, uh, not at all. They're struggling. <laughs> To find electric, you mentioned electric, electrical engineers. We spoke with some engineer mm-hmm. consulting groups yeah. across right where you are, Anthony, and said the hardest engineer to find is an electrical engineer. Yep. And we have a lot of students aspiring to be that. And then, you know, when you get into that field, since they're so hard to find, since the man is up for them, you pay out the nose for them. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's lucrative for if you have your own firm or you work for somebody. But, man. These companies are they're offering great pay. They're offering benefits. We've got our students on signing day that are walking out of high school with a job, starting their career, and their and their employer. Are, how many of them are covering uh, the the cost of certifications? They're covering, yeah, exactly. Afterwards. They're getting their they're getting all of their their trade licenses paid for by the company. Mm-hmm. They're um they're some of them are offering college if you're going to take college, you know work for us during the day, want to go to school night? Yeah, we'll 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 pitch in for that and reimburse you for that. You know where else is that going to happen? I mean, it's the trades. Yeah, we're trying to make that happen. I know here. I love trades. I love oh, trades. We know you love yeah. trades. I'm College. always pushing, pushing, pushing. Hey, look, I, yeah, you I, know, I got to get my disclaimer. <laughs> College is a, a good option, too. I'm not. If you want to go there. Not poo-pooing college. Especially because. <laughs> yeah, poo-pooing. Lot of <laughs> How many did you just remove that word from your lexicon? It's the same to all morning. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, I, I'm not going to speak bad about college, man. College did great for me, man. College also helps you find yourself as a person. Yeah. Um, you you meet you, a lot of different people. That's yeah, you meet a lot so of much. different people. You get to network. You get to be outside of the house and on your own for a little while. And it gives you those soft and technical skills of the world that you might not get staying at home. Yeah. I mean, you, you, can, you can actually be in college and go to a technical center school at night. Yeah. If you... If you 
if you or be hey, be in college and working at the same time. So yes. it's not college or career; it's college and career. Like we were just—I mean, oh, we really yeah. said that in the absolutely entire, in the entire conversation we just had here. But let's talk from the business perspective. Uh, selfishly, how do you see stu- a more prepared student helping your business out as it grows, as it looks for employees? I wouldn't have to teach that kid so much. I wouldn't have to hold that kid's hand. And that's, that'll, that'll help me out tremendously. I can go and find work for that kid uh, or those or my group of guys. Are you looking for summer help now? <laughs> yeah, best believe it. Oh, really? Okay. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be averse to it. I'm going to all the different CTE programs, you know, trying to pull kids and stuff like that. Help is hard to find in this field. Yeah. You know? Especially people that know what they're doing, that you don't have to hold their hand and be on top of them all the time. That gives these kids an advantage coming out of here because you can fight for more pay because you know what you're doing. Yep, you're coming out of, with uh, the certification yep. in, your, in your back pocket, and uh, you're coming into a place where your skills are in demand. So with that certification comes the it shows the commitment. Yeah, mm-hmm. to that employer. Yeah, said so you've already you've already started your education, and I'm going to help with addition, with more, more training. So um, just to wrap it up here, how do you think other businesses? I think could benefit from maybe talking to CTE programs much like you are. Why do you think they should make that a priority with the market being the way it is, with job market in particular, the need for employees, the need for more skilled trade help? Why do you think it, it, they should make it a priority maybe to come and speak with their local career and technical education program? Uh, selfishly, of course, in RICO CTE, doors always open. <laughs> you know, Max, Max Ma- phone hey, is always Max available. Well, hey, look, reach out to us. And uh, come see our amazing kids. But why should they talk to Korean technical education students in general to help solve this issue of uh, the labor shortage in this field? Get them early. Get them early. Plain and simple. You mean you get them early and you get them when they're like more willing to learn and grow. A lot of um, workers now have either been grandfathered in or are grandfathers and are going out of the field. Yeah. The so, retirement rate, yeah, yeah, the retirement rate in in this field, man, it, it's just it's 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 crazy, because um, when you think about it, man, once these people retire and, and all the skills that go with them, who's going to teach these young guys? Yeah, young guys and girls, who's who, who's going to you know. Who, who's going to be those foremen? You know, almost, almost tenants. Yeah, every, almost every company we've talked to said we have the work, we don't have the people. We could do so much more work. We could, we could take on more jobs and provide more uh, to our employees, but we don't have the employees to take to take on the work. And it's just it's crazy how it's how it's gotten upside down like this. Yep, that whole phrase "good help" is hard to find. That holds true because you can have the employees, but if they're not worth anything, what would what would you tell a parent of a high school student who is maybe on the fence on whether they want to go and take an A Center program, which is CTE A Center? Maybe it's pick a trade, pick any of the programs. We got thirty one, getting ready to go to thirty six. What would you tell a parent who's sitting on the fence and whether they think this is the right thing for their child? With the way the economy is, people in the trades or have some type of technical skill are going to always be in need because, you know, when COVID hit, they were working. They never stopped. Yeah, they never Never stopped. stopped. They never stopped. And, you know, when you're able to work with your hands and have a technical skill, you're always going to be able to find work. 
a lot of times people with degrees don't often work in the field that they have the degrees in. That's yeah. true. <laughs> As so. me coming from auto mechanics, it's like, you know, you op- pop a hood up on a Honda and f- where's the battery? Under the headlight. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have a Mini Cooper. I just found, I couldn't find my battery. It's in the cowl. It's up in the, right next to the windshield. They hidden. Had it. It was I had like to that, pull yeah. a panel out. And I went, well, there's the battery. <laughs> it was like that in the charger that I had. Who uh, so, designed yeah. that? I don't know why that, they thought that was a good idea, but thank you so much for your insight, Anthony, man, and being on Henrico CTE now and listen to, listening to us and also sharing with us. We appreciate you for coming out, man. man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Anytime you want to come back and hang out with the kids, and like I said, you got summer work, I'm pretty sure that some, a lot of our students may be interested oh, yeah. in, in taking up uh, you know, some of that those opportunities to take those skills outside of Regency and apply them in somewhere else, you know, somewhere else. But um, that's it for us here. I got to remind you, check us out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all at the handle Henrico CTE, HenricoCTE.com for all the information and on the programs we offer your student from carpentry to nursing to IT to radio broadcast and journalism. One of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> obviously. HenricoCTE.com is the place where you get that information. Mike, tell them where they can find other platforms they can find the podcast on. You can find the podcast on all of your major podcast apps and the majority of your minor ones. As I find new ones, I add us. And But I don't think you're going to have a problem finding us. You're not going to have a problem finding us if you listen on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Yep. Yeah, I found just, you on Apple. You guys on Apple <laughs> just sitting here. There you go. Search Henrico CTE now. And we talk to professionals much like Anthony sitting across from us bi-weekly. Uh, here but thank you guys so much for listening for anthony for mike i'm rashawn this has been Henrico cte now until next time so long everyone